welcome to the TTELT podcast, Teaching Tips for English Language Teachers, a program of educators worldwide. I will be your host today, Maya Moore. On today's episode, we are joined by Courtney Miles. Courtney currently works with students throughout the Middle East and North Africa, teaching language and leadership as an English language fellow with the Embassy of Bahrain. Welcome back to the podcast, Courtney. Thank you so much, Maya. I'm excited to be back and uh, share a new tip today. So thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Thank you for being here. Uh, Courtney will be sharing with us some tips on how to get students to open up and share their experiences in the classroom. Um, So Courtney, could you give us some context here? Tell us about um, why you started to to think about this issue and, and why you started to um, bring together some, some tips or some strategies rather to get students to, to open up in the classroom. Definitely, yes. So this is something just recently that uh, in the classroom, I kind of realized that I was asking some of the same questions during uh, these beginning moments of class. Uh, for some context, I teach online. I work with mostly around university age students, some a little older, some a little younger. Uh, but uh, if you are in the online classroom, you know, uh, and maybe even in an in-person classroom, usually those first minutes, maybe people are kind of trickling in uh, one by one. And I kind of realized, you know, I had these five to eight minutes where uh, I wasn't really using it uh, in the best way that I could or honoring the students times uh, who were there and uh, maybe just asking some of the same questions over and over like uh, how was your weekend what did you do today and uh, I realized you're always going to get a really similar answer Uh, And so I wanted to just diversify that a little bit and uh, really uh, encourage students to use that talk time and uh, facilitate better questions, better uh, opportunities for students to really talk about themselves and talk about their experiences with each other. Right. So I I love what you just said there at the end, you know, facilitating that the discussion at the beginning of class and and also honoring the time of the students that showed up on time <laughs> right right yeah. but i know i've i've been uh you know someone that has asked the question how was your weekend or you know what did you do yesterday just asking those same questions and getting the same response and then there's just silence and so mm-hmm. we're really talking about how to increase that student talk time and fill the silence with something that is meaningful and intentional. Um, So really excited to hear about what questions and activities and what you started to do to really, you know, make the best use of that time. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, So I definitely tried, you know, a few different things. Uh, I think firstly, just some more open-ended questions, uh, deeper questions uh, beyond just, you know, how was your weekend? And not that that's a bad question, but Uh, you know, some deeper questions that really help students to think and maybe use some different vocabulary and phrases and uh, have to, you know, engage with one another. Uh, As uh, TESOL instructors, you know, we know that talk time is important and having authentic conversation really uh, increases uh, that talk time and 
um, maybe also that intrinsic motivation to, to want to talk. Um, uh, and all of those things are important in learning a language, you know, expressing your thoughts, getting what you need, resolving conflicts, asking for help, learning from each other. And uh, even just in that five to eight minutes, you know, that can be a real opportunity for uh, students to engage in that every single class. Uh, so, yeah, I think I started, you know, just with some more deeper level questions, uh, usually that had something uh, related to what we would talk about that day, uh, and really focused on students and their opinions, so they get to, you know, really share what they feel, uh, share what they think, uh, realize that there's not a correct answer, you know, I think that's an important part of, of this, that uh, students don't feel like, oh, I have to navigate this correctly or give you the right answer that you're looking for, uh, like maybe some other activities that uh, that happen in class. Uh, but this is a real opportunity where, you know, there's not a right answer. Uh, it's just your opinion. It's you. It's your experience, how you feel, what you think. Uh, and I think that's really valuable and important in class. Right. And that takes the, the pressure and the stress off of the student searching for the correct answer to the question. And there is no right answer in this right. situation because you're asking them to share something about their own lived experience. Mm -hmm. So everything is, is correct. So could you give us some examples of those deeper open-ended questions? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, recently we've been talking a little bit about culture. Uh, so some questions that we began talking with there, uh, you know, uh, depending on the level of the class, you could ask something like, you know, what makes you special uh, or uh, what makes you important? You know, you could start somewhere like that. Uh, we even we played a game in a couple of the classes where students gave two truths and a lie about themselves. Uh, again, about uh, where we were going to navigate into culture, but it was really cool because students were, you know, sharing and thinking through facts about themselves. Uh, you know, things that were unique or maybe different that would trick their classmates. Uh, so it was fun, engaging, um, you know, students, I think for the most part, uh, were happy that they, you know, increased that motivation to even be there on time uh, as we were going through a, a game together right when they joined. Uh, and so it was a great way to kind of then navigate into vocabulary surrounding culture and some other activities. Um, but yeah, and um, I think, you know, uh, some other things there, I might ask a question like, who do you admire the most? Or, uh, you know, philosophical, you could ask, you know, what is your definition of happiness? Uh, you could go in a lot of different directions based on what you'll talk about that day. Uh, but I think regardless, at least for me, it's been important to kind of start uh, and have that first touch that students get in class to be uh, just open, you know? Right. And, and I, I think it's important that you're talking about connecting it to the lesson for the day. So it's, there's a purpose to it, there's intention to it. And it, there's no not that there's any problem with asking, how's everybody doing? You know, how was your weekend, that type of thing, but then having a deeper question that you know, will, you know, make the lesson that you have planned for the day, uh, go a little bit farther. I think that's really important to note as well. Um, going back to the the game that you mentioned, the uh, two truths and a lie, could you tell us about that for the folks that have never played that game or tried it? Could you tell us what that is? 
Yeah, yeah. So everyone writes down two things about them that are true and one thing that's not true. And the goal is to, for it to be a little bit tricky. So you would read your three statements uh, for the class and they would have to guess uh, which one is not true. Uh, so I think it's a really great thing to play maybe a little bit into uh, after you've known each other for a little bit. Um, you know, students have maybe already introduced themselves, like had a couple of conversations, so they know each other a little bit at least. Okay. Uh, and it's really cool because, you know, students try to trick each other and sometimes they learn really surprising things about each other, uh, get to share deeper things about themselves. Uh, for me, I know when I, because I'll always play these games with my students, you know, it helps me even think, okay, like what is, what is something interesting or unique or uh, something that someone might not guess just by looking at me, you know, or having a few conversations with me. Uh, so, uh, so that has been, that's a, a fun game. I've played that in classes before uh, in some different ways. I remember one time where um, I had every student write down uh, there are two truths and a lie. And at the beginning of class, we would read uh, two or three. Uh, so we might not have time for, depending on how many people are in your class, you might not have time for, you know, 15 students to share, 10 students to share. Uh, but, you know, making that time for two or three uh, at the beginning of every class, I remember was really fun. Right. And it's just, it adds a little bit of interest at the beginning of class. It's just a different way to start. And like you said, then you can start working on vocabulary as well. So um, for for your online classes, I'm just curious: are are folks you know putting these um, are folks putting them in the chat, or are they reading them out loud? You know, on on Zoom. How does that work? Yeah. So through online, most students wrote it in the chat. Uh, I gave them some think write time. Um, which I like to do anyway, you know, just for students to um, think a little bit deeper. And some students, I know myself personally, I, when I write, I think through things a lot more clearly. And uh, so I like to give that time. And then most students put it in the chat, uh, or I would write it in the chat if they uh, just wanted to share it verbally so other students could remember what they said. And then um, using Zoom, we, uh, you know, use the reactions and I would call out each statement and students raise their hand for the one they thought was the lie. And then the student would uh, share and also maybe share a little bit about the things that were true, um, share about, you know, if there's a truth hidden in the lie, uh, things like that. So it was cool to even go beyond just those questions and, or just those statements and students could share even more about themselves. I think starting with uh, something like this, where you know things are open, there is not a correct answer. We're exchanging, we're learning about each other, uh, and making that the norm of the classroom. Uh, I think has really benefited my own classes, and I can see ways where whether you're working with kids or adults or online or in person, uh, that that can be implemented in a way for students to share about their themselves and learn from learn from each other. Right. Well, you've, you've shared some great tips with us today. And, and so what we're talking about here to kind of get students to, to open up and get talking at the beginning of class, I'm sort of asking those open-ended questions, asking the deeper questions. So just going a little bit deeper than how was your weekend or how, how is everyone doing? Or, you know, did you do your homework? 
but asking something deeper, like what makes you happy? Or, you know, who do you look up to? Those types of deeper questions. And then also using games, but a, a game that, you know, you can complete within five to eight minutes, right? It doesn't take over time that you have uh, that you need for your lesson. Right. So could you tell us for, for folks who are like, wow, this, you know, I, I want to start doing this. How could they start, you know, implementing this new approach to starting class right away? Like, let's say tomorrow or this week. Yeah. Um, you know, again, like, I think for me, really starting with that has made a huge difference just in how students come to class, you know, uh, increasing that motivation to be on time, because uh, it, usually is, is a time that people enjoy. Uh, so that's my suggestion, you know, at the beginning, but, but I mean, looking at your class layout and asking, you know, where does that fit in? Where would that fit in for me naturally? Every class is different. If you have students all day, it's different than if you have them for, you know, an hour or two. So really looking at uh, that schedule and thinking, you know, how can, how can I put this into the routine? Uh, I think making that a norm and an expectation uh, can really be hopefully, you know, a time that students look forward to uh, in the class routine and uh, something that might continue to motivate them to want to, to show up, to talk, uh, grow in confidence. Great. Well, thank you again, Courtney, for joining us for another TTELT podcast. Thank you. Um, yeah, this has been a really interesting discussion, and I know that our listeners um, are going to, to walk away from this, like knowing what they can do to get started. If and uh, this is a kind of a challenge that a lot of teachers face, mm -hmm. so thank you. Um, so for our listeners, um, thank you so much for joining us for another podcast. Um, we'd love for you to share with us how you are using these tips in your classroom. So please leave us a comment or a voice message on social media or at ttelt.org. Um, again, this has been an episode of TTELT brought to you by educators worldwide. You can follow, like, and subscribe to TTELT on your social media. And we hope you will try these new teaching tips this week.